What's up? Hey, 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 I got a green, I got a green circle, y'all. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I got a green circle. <laughs> Turn my headphones up. <laughs> Where is Pop Pop? Oh, uh, that's funny. Make sure you, as y'all come in, ping some people that you feel hey, hey, use this information. Hey, hey. hey Elijah. Hey, you, me. <laughs> hey, Paige. Hey, Destiny. Hey, Sean. Hey, Desiree. Hey, Jen Jen. Hey, Camille. Hey, Courtney. Hey, oh, Reese. <laughs> hey, Dinah. Hey, A. Hey, Latoya. Hey, Lorenzo. Hey, Molly. <laughs> hey, William with that pretty baby. Yes. Hey, Aria. Hey, Hold on, this was a good one. Hey, Omar. <laughs> hey, Roderick. Hey, Frida. Hey, Joanna. Hey, James. Which I think James is from Huntsville. Hey, James. Hey, Isaac. Hey, Corey. Hey, Big. Is that Big? I don't know. Hey, Big. Hey, Adrian. Hey, Shawana. Angela. I feel like I'm in the I DMX hope, zone. I hope you never <laughs> try to rap. Just know it's not. We're not gonna do that, Keisha. We're gonna stick with this. Hey, <laughs> hey, everybody! Hey, everybody! <laughs> That's so <Girl>. funny. <laughs> I love it though. I'm y'all like, little like ghetto it. cousin. You know y'all little ghetto cousin. Y'all take the place and be like, you cannot talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> now you bring the energy. You got to talk. Right. Life of the party. Then leave early, huh, Kelsey? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I almost cut. <laughs> oh, oh, man. What time is it, y'all? Is it 9 o'clock? It's 9.01. Hey, hey, turn my headphones up. Ooh. It's 9 o'clock. Ooh. It's 9.01. Ooh. <laughs> hey, Elaine. Hey, Miss Elaine. <laughs> oh, can I start now, Keisha? Can <laughs> we start? I guess so. She done muted herself she, out. Yeah, she hey, do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. <laughs> hey, Desi. What's up? What's up? You feeling refreshed, revived, ready to start the day? Got to go. Got to go. All right. As you all know, you are in the Truck and Breakfast Club. Good morning to everybody. Good morning to the new people. Good morning to our day ones. Good morning to about our day 15s. Good morning to everybody. So glad for you to be here this morning. I am so excited uh, to finish this series. I'm just kidding. Uh, this has been a great series. Uh, if you don't know, we have been discussing your company setup checklist. A lot of people will charge you a lot of money to pay for this information. Trust me, I know. Um, and we're just giving it to y'all for free. You know, I've been giving it to y'all for free via my checklist in my bio. When you text my number, I've sent it to hundreds of people. Uh, which I'm grateful for because I feel like I know that it's really helping them, you know, so super excited about finishing this up today, but we'll get into all that. Um, the week has been great thus far. I can't believe we almost done with it already. It's already Thursday, y'all. How's that even possible? I don't know. I feel like this kind of breeze right by, you know, man, <laughs> like flew right by. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and let everyone introduce themselves. I know Delana and um, Bree will be in a little bit later, which is completely all right. Y'all know we hold it down for one another. So let's let everybody introduce themselves. Go ahead, Henry. 
How y'all doing? I'm Henry from Raleigh, Durham, you know, small carrier, hub certified. And, um, you know, I use my talents, my media marketing days and use that my logistics company. Love it. Hey, Keisha, go ahead. Introduce yourself. Sue. My name is Keisha. Girl. <laughs> them, them Dunkin' I'm Donuts on- <laughs> coffees, man. Oh, man. I'm owner and operator of a dispatch hub specializing in dispatch education. I also got a class this weekend. If you want in, just come in. I need you guys to enroll so you can see me, Jen, Kelsey, TJ, everybody, just the crew. We're going to be lit. I'm, we, we, the same energy. Same energy. I'm thinking about doing something nice for the class, but I haven't thought about it yet. I'll let y'all know tomorrow. Desi, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, hey, hey. This is Desi based here in Atlanta, small carrier. That's it. Well, then. All right. <laughs> I ain't had none of Keisha's coffee this morning. Hey, I'm I'm here. Here. You hear mine? Man, I went to bed at 7 o'clock last night. Missed everything. Woke up and just said, let me just go ahead and just take a run. So I, I'm here now. Is I'm live. Is I'm live. Yeah, yeah, I'm live. Live. Yeah, I'm live. You super live. You you live. You lit. You you all that. I love it though, Keisha. I love that energy. We all need some of that. You know, sometimes Wednesdays and Thursdays are just a little hard to get through, get over. We like it's the end of the week. We finally about to get out this truck. It's finally gonna be the weekend. God forbid something happen. But man, yesterday was a long day. Let it me just let day. me just what say this whole testimony. Okay, so yesterday. My hotshot driver really, really wanted this oversized load. So if you're a dispatcher, you understand that you have to get these permits with every state that you're driving through. Well, homeboy wanted to go through five states. I'm going to say that again. Homeboy wanted to go through five states. Now, I ain't really good at math. Now, I know how to calculate my money. It was owed to me. It was owed to somebody else, right? So yesterday, I had to be put back in fifth grade math Trying to find him a route. No, no, not fifth grade math. I'm going to go back to the Army, Desi. Land navigation. I had to pick up a map and work it, do the permits, try to reroute him away so we could skip Kentucky. I don't know what's up with Kentucky and their oh, permit. The KYU permit, yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So I was, I think my mind was just tired and I had to rest. But rest assured, we got that load. But here, I'm about to blow y'all away. Let me say why God is good. Come on now. I get a picture of the load. It ain't even oversized. But you know what? <laughs> God is good. And it's Thursday. Let's 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 get this topic going. Finish strong. Finish strong. We are finishing this series strong today. I can't wait. I'm super duper duper excited. I feel like maybe it's just me, Henry. We done gave them a lot of good information. Nah, you, like I said, you did a great job with the research. I was learning like a bunch, especially like the background of certain stuff. I was like, man, I, I didn't know that. You know, I had to take some notes. Hold on. You Hold know. on. This ain't research, baby. I do this on a daily basis. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> like a person like me, like I figure it out and I'll be like, ah, let me leave it to the wind. I'll be trying to make, I, I got to keep notes like to make sure like, all right, let me keep a reminder to make a checklist so I can help right. somebody else. But I was like, oh man, yeah, that's good. I didn't write this stuff down. But yeah, mm-hmm. def- definitely great job. And I love everybody's like, you know, input from the different, like Desi had a different exactly. way that he did it. Bree yep. had a different way that he, uh, that she did it. But yep. Keisha had a different Andre way. Andre had some good advice. Oh yeah. He, he had the ultimate stories and he was talking yeah. about the audits. Like, Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So appreciate All those right. gems. 
let's go ahead and get into this because we do have a little, it's kind of like a little bit of stuff to get through. And I definitely want y'all's input on this stuff today because I know you guys do some things a little bit differently. You may use different companies or things like that. So if you, not to endorse any companies, but if you've worked with them and you know that they're good companies and they work, whether it be a fuel card, whether it be how you do your fuel, if you use a credit card instead of a fuel card, different things like that. You know, we want to hear about this stuff from everybody and from the crew up here as well, because we're not moderators, we the crew. All right. So just to give you a brief, I'm just going to tell you what it is, the 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 uh, task that we've already discussed. I don't want to go too deep into it. So we talked about before starting, before doing anything in the transportation industry, it's important to get that FMCSA regulation handbook. It's a little green pocketbook handbook that you can get off of Amazon. There is one that's like 600, uh, 600 pages, um, which is a little bit more expensive, but that has everything in it. Um, I also use JJ Keller as a resource all the time. They've been around since 1953. Anything that you need for your company, whether safety-wise, they can help you out with it. Um, give y'all a little gem. I'm about to drop you. I better catch it because I will not repeat this. They also, when it comes to the things that we're talking about today, with staying compliant with your drivers and your assets, aka preventative maintenance, driver qualification files, they have a online cloud called JJ Keller Encompass. You do not need a minimum number of vehicles to use it, and you can use it to keep everything organized. You're welcome. Okay, so. We need to get our company name. So the business setup, we discussed getting our company name, register, company phone number, address, email, EIN, business bank account. What I didn't discuss in that one was the getting QuickBooks. That's very, very important and kind of self-explanatory. Also getting your business credit together. Delena, I think, dropped a really, really good gem about the difference between um, setting up um, first as an LLC in the escort. Right, Henry, she said, typically within the first... Um, two years, you really shouldn't be taking quote unquote a pay from your business unless you're actually like driving your truck, of course. So she said it's a difference in the way that you pay yourself when you switch from one to the other. So I thought that was a really good gym. Um, yesterday, we talked about a motor carrier setup. We talked about the DOT number, the MC authority for motor carriers and brokers. We talked about the BOC3. We talked about insurance, which I know Elijah and Missy Lane could have touched more on that, but I try not to you know, pull them up out of what they have to do on a day-to-day -day basis too, too much. We also touched on the UCR, uh, register for that. And we had a lot of good advice on the new intro audit. So today we will be talking about part three of the trucking of the um, company setup checklist. And it is going to be discussing trucking operations. I really hope y'all got some pen and paper ready. I'm going to try not to be too long winded today, but I do want everybody's feedback. Lakeisha, I have a specific part. I want your feedback on and I can't wait to, to get there with that one. And Henry as well. Um, Desi as well, just everybody. So, once you set up your company with your DOT number and MC authority, by this point, clearly you have to have some form of a truck because you have to have put insurance on a vehicle in order for your MC authority to go active. So simultaneously, while you're waiting for your MC um, and everything to be good, you can go ahead and get your vehicle registered. If your vehicle is over 26,000 pounds, you have to get what's called a portion plates. Those are company plates 
Um, and please, 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 everything that I'm mentioning, go check with your state because different states could be different on certain things. But for the most part, it's pretty much straightforward. Um, you want to get your portion plates. If you don't have to get a portion plates, IRP plates, you could just go down like you're getting ready to register a car at your county tech office. Typically, Keisha, correct me if I'm wrong. I've never registered a Dooley, so I don't know. But Dooley's based on what you just said. You all don't have a portion plates, correct? Mm. If they're over twenty six thousand, because if you if they did, you wouldn't have had to get the permits, right? That's technically, what they're right, for. right? Uh, yeah, you're right. It's just touch and go, because yeah, that's what you, I thought. Yeah, yeah, because you know some um dualies they don't have to have CDOs, mm-hmm. just like you said. So yeah, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Is that weight limit that twenty six thousand or ten thousand, depending on what you and don't think and don't think y'all can be slick and pull something over to yeah, you're playing a dangerous game. Well, yep. I know CDL because they do stop do they do they do stop yep. um dually trucks and hot shots just for that. They need yep. money. They hungry and yep. they, they lost a lot of money during COVID. Yeah, they so did. I'm glad you said that. Absolutely. Um, for anyone, I just got a couple messages speaking about the checklist. Click my click the number in my bio. Just text me. Henry um, is working on getting it up on our website so that you all can just go and grab it at any point in time. So just text the number in my bio. Text list. With your e or just text your email address and I'll send it over to you. That's no problem. You'll get it sometime today. I can't promise it'll be right now, but you'll get it sometime today. All right. So while you're registered for your IRP, or once you're done registering for your IRP, then you have to register for your um wait, hold on, let me back up because I had notes at the bottom of my page, forgot to mention it. You first have to get your 2290. A 2290 is a heavy vehicle heavy vehicle highway use tax if your vehicle is over 22 uh 55,000 pounds you have to pay a tax to use the highways every single year they use this tax they disperse it to different states and they use it for construction and maintenance that's the first thing then you go get your IRP because most of the times they're going to ask you to send in that 2290 in certain states i was working with a couple states this week that didn't specify whether or not they needed it but i always do that step first and just get it out the way it's super simple you can literally do it online and that's for people that talk about they want to do compliance services and stuff like that Research the 2290. That's something that you can do and make a quick little $50 just by processing it for somebody. You are literally filling it out online and it's an automatic process within a couple of hours. Like it's super easy. Um, then you go get your tags and or, or your tags or your apportion plates. Those are two different things. Um, getting your vehicle registered, they'll give you a cab card to keep in your truck. That is a must that you keep that in your truck. If you don't keep nothing else in that truck, <laughs> Keep that cab card in that truck. Then you want to go register for your IFTA registration and decals. And what this does, um, when we're at the pump, we don't pay taxes on our fuel. Hey, Delana, good morning. I hear you come in, girl. <laughs> uh, we don't pay taxes on our fuel. What we do is we... we <laughs> hey. <laughs> we um, file it quarterly. Um, via your, your tax website, you file it quarterly. 
Um, and then they your base jurisdiction where you got your IRP and IFTA, like say in Georgia, because we're in Georgia. So where we get our base jurisdiction in Georgia, they take the money and disperse it to the rest of the 48 states. It's a registration plan that they all brought together and did it so that we don't have to go to each state and do it. They disperse the funds for us. Now, what a lot of people don't know is out of everybody who submits IFTA taxes, states have to audit at least three percent of those people every single year so it's not just the dot audit that you have to worry about you got to worry about that if the audit too because what a lot of people try to do is they try to say that they drove less miles in one state than another state because they try to get credit back on their if because you can get credit back on your if there's some states percentage um, that they take may be less than another state, depending on how many miles you drove in that state. So there have been months, there have been quarters when I actually got a credit back on my IFTA. Um, and I called them a check and I'm like, hey, I just want to make, you know, when I first started doing it, hey, I just want to make sure that this is correct because I don't want you guys to come down and try to audit something and then we get in trouble for it, you know? So I appreciate how thorough you are. Cause like when I saw that credit, I was like, Ooh, good for me. You know? <laughs> no, I called them. I called them each time it's happened. I always called them. And then what they do is they, um, they can do a uh, remote into your computer or they just look in your account because I know here in Georgia and other States that I've done it in, they can just go in and look at what you already have in there and they'll look and they'll say, okay, this looks correct. This looks correct. Yeah. Everything thing looks correct you know so i've never had an issue with it if you've had if you've gotten credits back um it's possible <laughs> you know so don't think that it's something crazy um so yeah moving right along then you want to think about well you really really should have already thought about it but you want to think about the states that you'll be traveling through so if you know that you'll be traveling on all 48 then you would need to get your Kentucky, just what Keisha was just talking about, your Kentucky um, weight sticker, New Mexico weight distance um, permit, your Oregon sticker, and your New York hut. So these are all permits that are required if the weight of your vehicle exceeds a certain amount. And in each state is different. So, um, and with these, you also have to process your mileage quarterly as well on their website. So not only do you have to do it in your state, but you have to do it in their state as well. And if you don't do it, they will call you. <laughs> they will send you. And New York is the one that really don't play. Like they're on top of it. Like if it's not done when it's supposed to be done, you're getting sent a letter. And I know this because I when we first started, forgot that we even had a New York hut number and they sent us a letter. And by the time we actually took care of it, when we first started, we end up on them like $500. And yes. Oh my gosh. son, <laughs> He's yelling at his brother. Did he say it was a fire? What's going no, on? No, girl. He said, K, go with daddy. <laughs> oh, he's tired of him. <laughs> <laughs> So for the New York hut sticker, um, you do have to put that sticker on the side of your truck. You also have to put your if the decals on the side of your truck. If the decals you register for every single year and they are $3. If yours does not say the current year and it's not on your truck, you will get put into that way station. Just, just letting you guys know. Um, it was something else I was getting ready to say. Um, how do you feel about uh, the people that put like a uh, look like a badge of honor? They put all the if the stickers they ever had on their truck. I don't think that's necessary. I feel like when you do extra stuff, it makes you stand out. 
and get pulled over exactly. the hell over yeah there's no point in doing that just put it on top of the previous one or take the other one off they make it so that you could take it off like it's not like you can't do it so um yeah but definitely those are the four that you need to get if you're traveling in all 48 states and look up the regulations for each one as far as the weight limit and different things like that um uh, because it also depends on the type of truck you're driving so just for example the difference between like a box truck and an 18 wheeler would be like when it comes to the um the KYU permits, right? You will only need to get those if you're in a um, in a tractor trailer because you only need it when you're over a certain weight that box trucks can't even carry. So just look into the different things like that. Uh, once you do that, and you can do these things simultaneously, obviously, but it's good to go down a checklist and make sure that you're actually getting it done. So um, then, of course, you want to order your ELD. Lord Jesus, let's not start on hours of service. <laughs> you want to order your ELD. If you have a CDL driver, you know, they have to be using an ELD. Um, and then obviously you want to enter and get into a drug alcohol consortium, which is a random drug pool. Where did Desi go? But it's a random drug pool. Um, that's how you do your pre-employment drug test, your random drug test, post-accident drug test, everything like that. You also want to go ahead once your DOT number is active and get set up in the clearinghouse. Um, the clearinghouse became an absolute requirement January 5th of this year. So if you're already a carrier or you're, you know, and you're not set up in the clearinghouse, you know, you may end up getting fined here in a little bit. I'm going to just go ahead and let you know that. Um, so if you're not set up, go ahead and get set up. If you need help getting set up, let me know because if they find out that you're not set up, if they find out that you are working with a CDL driver and you didn't check their medical card to see if the doctor is actually uh, put in the national registry to be able to even um, be certified to give them a medical exam, you're going to be fined $5,800. Um, if your driver is actually prohibited, and I think I mentioned this, I'm not sure if I did, Henry. Let me know if I did because you have good memory. <laughs> but um, mentioning that the clearinghouse is the easiest way to disqualify a driver. Yep. If you put, okay, yeah. If you put that information in the clearinghouse, it's the cheapest way to. It's a dollar twenty-five. If you run them through a limited query and it comes back and tells you that they're prohibited, then you know that you can't work with them anyway. So why would you even send it to the insurance? Hope y'all caught that. Yeah. And I like the other um, other sites too. And they're talking about the PSP reports. And yeah, um, I forgot the yeah. other two websites. I got to rim down. But yeah, if you run them through those those three four reports, that that'll help before you even send them the insurance. Yeah, that's so that's part of that's what I call is part of the background check of your driver qualification file. Like you don't actually you're not regulated by the DOT. I don't know who came up with this, but you're not regulated by the DOT to do an official background check on your driver. The background check includes pulling their MVR, doing a drug screening, doing a PSP if you want to that's not even required running them through the clearinghouse um doing the safety performance and alcohol history checks that's the dot background check you don't actually have to do like a 66 seven-year criminal background check unless you want to that's what a lot of people don't know it's not 100 mandatory and y'all can call them and ask them if you want to because i have but 
It's not absolutely mandatory. Um, also, you want to get your factoring company set up, which I know A is going to come up and give us a little bit of tips and things to look for on that today. So when we open up hand raising, we'll pull him up. You also, let's see, we get down to the nitty gritty. You also want to get the decals for your truck. Um, hopefully you would have already located a good mechanic to work on your truck. Now, this is just me, Henry. Okay. What I have learned from this past situation that happened with my truck is I'm not going to anybody, but a certified mechanic for my truck. That's, that's like, a good idea. <laughs> like, I, like I understand there's a lot of black owned businesses that we support and different things like that, but I'm just not doing it because I need to know that they've been trained properly. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and also on, you want to check for your warranty well, too, because your warranty would only, uh, yes. you know, co war cover the warranty if you getting them worked on by certain mechanics. Uh, correct. What you said? I just wanted to take, okay. So Kelsey is right when she's speaking on those kind of freights, but to my hot shots out there, because you guys DM me, I need you to pay close attention to a, the factoring company today, because you are a hot shot. Even though I know you you think you a hot guy and you're going to get all this bread, hot shots. <laughs> I need you to listen to A today. Number one, that's the first thing I need y'all to do about this factoring company business because I need you guys to know you need a factoring company. Yeah. That's not an expense that you cut. The expense you could cut is a dispatcher. Yep. So I, I, wanted, I wanted you to know that. Number two, when Kelsey was talking about decals, some of you hotshot owners drive your trucks when you don't have a trailer on it. Yep. I'm going to need you guys to take off your decal. Trust me, take off your decal when you're using it for personal use. That's a big one. And last but not least. Wait, wait. Before you go to last but not least, elaborate on that and let them know why. Okay, because number one, it's, it's kind of illegal. You, yep. It's really illegal. Let's just go to speak to that. And um, and number, I mean, why would you want to ride around in it and you make a mistake driving and somebody now somebody has your information and you don't have a trailer? You you know, you're just using it for recreational uses. You know, sometimes you guys use those trucks for everyday life and then you use it for business. So I mean, that those are my reasons. And Ke unless Kelsey, because you know Kelsey's compliant, she can go deeper in that. But I just wanted to talk to you guys. First. What's the last but not least? you had one more <laughs> i don't forgot somebody gonna text me about this low oh okay so the last but not least is you cannot haul everything mm -hmm. make sure you know you need permits make sure you know you need permits because if you're a dually truck they love to hit you guys hard in the states of new jersey new york and kentucky and that's all i have for you today well, not all I had for you today, but that's the, before we even open raise hands or you guys DM me. I need you guys to understand that. Yes, I love you. Thank you so much. Welcome back, Desi D. Wade. <laughs> um, okay, so we talked about that, talked about that. Okay, so once you kind of going back a little bit, um, the what you want to do after you, which you should have already done, let me put it like that. When you go to get your truck is get that annual DOT inspection. And typically, depending on where you get your truck from, they'll do it for you. 
but a lot of them, like if you go to these lease lease on companies, they'll say, or not lease on, but like uh, lease to buy, like Loan Mountain, um, the other little companies that are out there, they'll say, um, we make sure that your truck is DOT ready. You better go get that DOT inspection. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. You have to get it anyway, because you actually have to keep the form in your truck and keep the one for your trailer in the front compartment of your trailer, that little bubble. I forget what it's called. Desi could probably help me with that, but um, you have to keep it in there. Okay, Keisha's back good, because I have something I want her to touch on. Um, also, you want to get your low boards if needed, or... You can work with the dispatch hub. You want to decide if you want to get a dispatcher or not. Keisha, touch on a couple of reasons why you think if you are starting a trucking company with, let's just say, no knowledge, you haven't taken a dispatch course, you haven't taken any type of educational course, why do you think a dispatcher is necessary to someone who's just starting a trucking company? Number one is convenience. Um, people will tell you all the time, why do I need a dispatcher? Okay, why do you need a tech specialist? Why do you need a hairdresser? It's convenience. Okay, and plus, we are trained in the specialty to make sure that you keep rolling. If you want to dispatch yourself, go ahead, dispatch yourself. But you're going to need one of us in, in, in the future. Um, dispatching is important because we can negotiate deals that you might not know about because you're driving. Um, um, and then too, you want your mind, we want the driver's minds to be at ease while, while they're taking care of business. And sometimes, sometimes your specialties are not speaking to people and we speak to people. So those are my main reasons, but I am an advocate. If you are a, if you're just starting out and you, you, you're tight with money. Um, I understand. Call me when you need me. You know what I'm saying? Dispatch yourself. I prefer you to dispatch or try to dispatch yourself so you understand what we go through. Yeah. But if, if that's if that's the case, I hell, I'm a dispatcher telling you guys to cut an expense of dispatching. Get a dispatcher when you can pay a di- excuse me. Get a dispatcher when you can pay a dispatcher, when you can appreciate a dispatcher. Because when you have a good dispatcher, it's a way of life. I'll tell you an example. Um that just happened to me last weekend. I was talking to a client and um, he was, okay, so let me let me back a little bit and make it real short. Okay, so he was driving under somebody else's authority and they were charging him 20% and he was paying insurance. But he went back and he showed me his records and he was like, but Lakeisha, they did a route for 2,000, they did a route for 3,000, they did a route for 4,000. And I'm looking at him like, okay, you done paid these people to dispatch for you. You're running under their authority. They're charging you 20% and you're paying insurance. There's no profit for you. You're paying somebody else 50%. Now, let me tie this into why this is a dispatching issue. Their dispatching is trash simply because you cannot go, you cannot dispatch somebody on a number. You have to do rate per mile. If you don't understand rate per mile, you shouldn't be dispatching. I don't care if I look at a load and it's $2,000. How many miles? How much does that weigh? You have to factor factor in fuel, mileage, and go from there. So if you have a dispatcher that just looks at the top dollar, they probably need to be back in training. You have mm. to understand rate per mile to be a dispatcher. Girl, that's good. That was good, Keisha. That was good. We need to have... That's, I'm, I'm writing that down for a topic. <laughs> 
because you got me over here hype. Rate per mile. Love it. All right. And Keisha, also let them know the last thing that I actually have on my list, because um, we pretty much went. Oh, there's one more thing after this. Let them know if they are going to dispatch, what type of load boards could they should they start with? Or as far as freight, should they get the freight first before they get their truck? Of course, but what what type of low boards? Okay, we well we all we all want to, you know. I hear people say a lot that they like to build relationships with brokers, and you're not going to build anything without a low board. So I mean, a low board. I don't. I, I have broker relationships, and sometimes I can't rely on brokers because mm-hmm. brokers are people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you have to rely on the low board. Now, this being strategic about the low board is a different is a different ball game. Um, I use Truck Stop Pro. I use uh, D, uh, DAT, you know, Trucker's Edge. Um, I also use U-Ship, even though, you know, it's not, you, you know, you probably have problems with factoring with U-Ship, but I haven't ran into no problems with U-Ship. Um, and also, uh, I use a military low board. Um, and it's, it's for my hot shots. Cause sometimes those big military guys, the military is cheap. Let me tell you that they're cheap, but they're not cheap. But, uh, when they need something that needs to be put out quickly, I enrolled myself in that board and that was kind of an inside job. So if somebody come on here and be like, can I get that connect? I'm gonna be like, Oh, let me talk to you privately. So don't come <laughs> up here and ask. Don't come up here with that nonsense. I feel like you shouldn't even say that, girl. I shouldn't, I shouldn't even. I had to say I you're about even, to have like 50 DMs uh, and you're not going right. to be able to tell them anything. <laughs> right, right, right. Like we got an NDA. We can't do it. Right, right. So just scratch that out your mind because you know Keisha talked too much. She a Gemini. But look, <laughs> if you, if you, anything that you want to know that we can't talk about, I mean, on, on the board because, you know, um, I understand it's, a, it's people in here and we all can't jump on the same things. Even though it's not competitive, it's money for everybody. It's just some connects you want to keep private. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm fine with that. But um, speaking of the low board, okay. Um, when you do the low board, it's not a lot of things. It, it's a, it's just like they say, it's a small world. It's a small trucking world. Okay. I want you guys to understand that. So these relationships that you're building um, are from really from the same companies that they're just giving loads to each other. So you really have to know the terminology. So um, when you just the load board is just strategic. Yeah, it's very strategic. It's mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's a feel. It's a touch and go feel of what you like. I like Truck Stop Pro because it tells me the rate per mile, and I ain't got my calculator beside me. You know, I ain't got a you know. Um, I like that, and I like it because they don't show you the price first. They want you to figure it out before you call. I do have a lot of broker slash mom and pops relationships, and that's important too. And you're going to need that um, while dispatching as well. Thank you so much. Hey, Bree. Hey, guys. How are you? Great. Good. We just talking about the last step in starting the trucking operation, which is the trucking operations. And the last thing that I had you all was actually. Um, obviously fuel cards have to get some form of, of a fuel card unless I know some people do it differently. Um, Henry, how do you do your fuel? So I, I first use that, um, like I forgot what, which one it was. It was like, uh, oh man, what's the name? 
Well, I got one fuel card one time, and I can't remember what it was, but I know they was charging me a bunch of fees. I was trying to get it real quick, and I was, like, bypassing that credit process. So it was, like, a prepaid. What's that one that everybody always recommend them? Was it MS Fleet or Wix? I think it was a Wix card, but it was, like, it wasn't called Wix, though. Something else. Yeah, it was it was something else. But I I use that. I was going to look for it, but I know it's somewhere in a folder. But then I went to the Pilot J and I I got a Loves card, which you know that only works at those certain places. But I know like the driver, the drivers like using the the Loves card because you get build up all the credits and stuff, so they get yep. the free showers and things like that. So I was like, right, and they cool. have all that stuff. So that's the good thing about yeah. that one. Yeah, they, yeah, you know, they have all that stuff, you know. So that's good too, but I like to um just being flexible because I'm about to get a, a com data card too, because I just don't want to be stuck to like, all right, you have to go to a pilot or you have to go to a loves, you know. So I'm gonna get a com data to, you know, help with that. And I just like the fuel cards because I know I can manage the limits of like how much money they can take out. I could turn it off and on. And it helps me when I'm doing that if the stuff, because then I can just print out the report, like, okay, this is where we bought the fuel out, uh fuel at, and I don't have to worry about them keeping up with receipts. I like the pilot card. I've been using that for the past three years. And I like it because they, my drivers can't take no money out on that card. I know y'all said you had horror stories about drivers taking money off of cards and stuff like that. They can't take money off of that card. Yeah. I mean, but so, I mean, but I, cause. And they trip plan to, to hit those gas stations. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. If they yeah, plan their yeah, trips, they that's a be- like- better way to do that. Yeah. Somebody got me like that and it has to be paid. A full check. Yeah, I, I haven't like, nobody got me on the <laughs> gas card, but I just hear about them people that's like, oh, I'm going to go to the gas station. And I'm going to give this guy $200 worth of gas, and I'm going to take $150 cash like I have it in my pocket kind of thing. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I keep hearing. No, somebody did it to me, and it's certain amounts you can take out every day. Yeah. And I just took it from his, um, I mean, yeah, I'm not, I just, you know, when he, <laughs> it was time for him to get paid, I put in the invoice. Oh, you went to this truck stop. I mean, he never, he didn't do it anymore. But we didn't keep him around because obviously he was dishonest. Untrustworthy, yeah. 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 I, I, even the other carrier I work with, he don't even turn the card on. They have to text him to let him know there's no gas in the truck. Or just on, like, because I think he only lets it get to like a quarter or something like that. So they'll be like, okay, we need gas. He'll look at the truck to see what the see what it's on. He'll turn the gas card on for that, you know, 20 minutes that they need it. And he'll turn it right off. You know what I do is I... When our Lotus book, we look at the Rayton and we see how many miles is on there. We tell our driver how much fuel to put in that truck. So we tell them you should only need this amount of fuel to get to where you're going. And you shouldn't even need that if your tank is only at a quarter tank of gas. Right. So we tell them this is your limit. Like, And then if we look, start looking at the reports and we're like, damn, why is it? Why is it more? Th- why is it a lot more than what we said it should be? Because we understand the difference between twenty dollars and seventy five dollars or a hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? So those are important conversations to bring up, like at your performance reviews and different things like that, or just Friday when you touch base and go see a driver. Different things like that. Um, I think that's very important. And aside, yeah, that's actually all I had aside from like a roadside assistance type of plan. Obviously, your company policy handbook and um hiring your driver and all that different type of stuff um but that's kind of a lot to get into in the introduction (laughs) um so yeah i'm gonna go ahead and turn on hand raising and then henry if you want to reset the room we'll let anyone come up and ask questions and then if they anybody up 
Yeah, we're going to let anybody <laughs> up. Come on, come on up here. And then if they have any additional questions, you know, they can, you know, whatever. It doesn't have to be about what we're talking about right now. We just wanted to give you all this very good information. So, Henry, go ahead and reset the room. Right, right, right. You tuned into the Trucking Breakfast Club. This is part three. This is three of three, talking about starting your trucking business. Um, we're going to turn on hand raising. When you come up, just be respectful. Mute your mic. We'll call on you. You can unmute the mic. Uh, no no advertising, minimal advertising. Um, we are recording, so if you don't want to be recorded, just send it to us in a, in a job form or somebody in the DMs, and we'll do it for you. And be brief, be brilliant, or be gone. <laughs> or be gone. <laughs> yeah, or be gone. I think that's the better way to put it. Like, yeah, don't don't tell us the story about the story. Oh my god! <laughs> You're so funny. Hey, Deanna girl. Omg! Can I tell y'all? Y'all got me so on fire, so excited inside. Because let me tell you, and, and let me just tell the audience, okay, and tell y'all what y'all just dropped for the past thirty-nine minutes is what took me six plus years to learn. Yeah, you know, Kelsey got that researcher lock. She be. <laughs> it was. Wow. I mean, that was invaluable, and I wow. want to tell you, y'all. I mean, that was truly, truly, truly invaluable for what you just gave. You just gave them from A to Z how to build their business. Yes, ma'am. And Keisha, my God, if I was in dispatching, girl, you'd be my best friend. I'm just telling you. I'm here, Miss D. <laughs> I'm, I'm just telling you. I mean, I just wanted to give y'all flowers because that was just amazing what y'all did. I mean, I I don't know. If, if, if people don't get it now, then they're not going to get it at all. Yeah, because I just really want them everything. I just really, yeah, I just really wanted to walk them through. Like, it's really a lot of steps. It's not something that you could just do overnight. Like, it really does take a lot, and it takes a lot of money. So, thank you, Deanna. I appreciate that. Keisha, we don't have to go on down there to Texas. I told Deanna we can get the, get the guest room ready. Yeah, get the get the. Let's go because I I just want to you know thank y'all and yeah, it, living a life every day. What you just said is what I live every single day uh, and, and learned for the past six years of how to do it and had a mentor to help me do that process time and learning everything and understanding everything. And the dispatch, and that's just on the, you know, building your business. And exactly. Stuff. It's so not much more. Even the right. Not even the compliance or not even the dispatching piece or mm -hmm. the, or, or anything else that comes along with that. But, you know, kudos to this whole room because kudos to the platform kudos to everything because y'all truly did not have to do y'all to me y'all gave the secret sauce y'all gave everything you gave your whole heart and soul into how to build a trucking business and i just want to tell y'all excellent job i mean that's why i said i'm a big fan of this of this because yeah you can't get us nowhere yeah, right. as, as, as you see people, they be charging like, you know, $1,500 for the information nah, and they got those little holes 25. in it. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely yeah. got to give it to the people because it's more to the business due to, you know, to get more money. So, mm -hmm. yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll give you the steps to get started, you know, but then we get to the network. So we get to the money. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And then everything you gave them, just know, too, you may have somebody to need somebody to help and hold your hand and, you know, to have all you guys there in your specialties that can help them through that process. You know, that's, that's very valuable too. So yeah, just, whew, Lord, I just, I just want to come and tell you, thank you because 
I'm I'm just elated for what you just gave to them. That that's amazing. Anna, see you in it, so you know, you know, this is like blood, sweat, and tears worth of steps. Exactly. Okay, this is like she said, and like Henry said. I pay, I pay a certain amount of money for not even half of this information when I first decided to get into the trucking industry. So, you know, we just put it all out there for y'all at the end of the day, you know? Yeah, because I had to, you know, I, I came from IT and mm -hmm. I transitioned to transportation. So I had to learn everything like this, you know, grinding. Yeah. Know, not working eight hours, but working 12 hours, working 15 hours, understanding it all doing it all, you know, and, and thank, like I said, thank God I had a mentor to help me. But what my mentor did and my leadership did is what he did was he said, okay, I need you to go do this. He empowered yeah. me and gave me, he knew how to do it, but he empowered me and, and gave me, gave me a little bit and I researched it and I found it. And then I was able to understand it. So now, yes, you're right. You can build your own business now. Yeah. And research is so important. So thank you so much for that, Deanna. If anybody needs any hand holding when it comes to EOD and stuff like that, definitely hit Deanna. She got you. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and y'all too, because I love the networking that we do. I mean, we all work very excellent in our expert, our perfected places. I mean, yeah. in our respective places. Mm -hmm. And um, I got mad respect for y'all. Mad respect for y'all. Yeah, I appreciate that. We respect you too, very yeah. much. Hope you have a good day at work, as usual. <laughs> oh, thanks, thanks. I'm I'm working right now, so. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you. Plug in. Thank you. Bye, Miss Deanna. Bye, Miss Keisha. Keep doing what you're doing, girl. Grinding and doing that thing because uh, I love your energy. I love what you do, and uh, you just make it work. Hey, I can't <laughs> wait. Get my room ready. Get my room ready. <laughs> I will. I will. Let's go. I love it. Hey, Zoe. Listen, man, I had to hop on here right quick, man, because I had a lovely time with y'all in the eight. You hear me? Hey, yes, we had a good time. Most definitely, most definitely. I, it was glad to actually see to meet the voices and put a face to the voice. You hear me? Yeah, it was fun. I liked it. We we turned up, that's for sure. At the whole, everything was just y'all watching. Hold on, it? but Florida oh. stood up. Florida was in yeah. that thing. Yes. Yeah. Five six one. I ain't forgot. <laughs> oh yeah, there we go. See, you on beat today, goddamn. <laughs> hey, I just want y'all to know, Zoe, he lit in real life. In real life, <laughs> literally. In real don't life. let that, don't let that profile picture fool you. He a real floater boy. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, homeboy? What's up, man? What's going on with you, man? Slow motion, better than no motion, man. Indeed, I stay sticking and moving, so I didn't know what you strolling on. Hey, do you have any gems to drop right now? This is day three of our series of letting everybody know kind of each step on how to set up a trucking company. Listen, this, this is the most important gem I got, right? Because I had just tuned in like the back end of the conversation and I heard y'all was throwing diamonds at these people. So I think like the most important thing to say right now is the people in the audience that's that's listening and taking notes to start your company and be successful. Make sure y'all patronize these people. You know what I'm saying? That's giving this information. When you get this information, they be like, hey, how did, how did you start up? Just point to the people that with the green bean and say, yeah, they helped me out. Because when you do that, that, that helps us to help more people. You feel me? So I think that's the most important one because a lot of people, are, it's not everybody, but they'll get that information and just hold it like they learned it themselves. So make sure y'all patronize these people with the green bean. You hear me? I love it. Thank you so much, Zoe. Hope you have a good day at work on all 11 of your businesses. 
All of them. All of them. He got a business for every dread he got. That's the flow. <laughs> That's good business. Yeah, I appreciate y'all. I'm just a bounce out, man. And Shaq, I see you down there, man. Yeah. Say, let, let my brother come in here and I'll say good morning to me. Oh, she was going to get on you, though. <laughs> Listen, she'll fight in real life, man. In real life. Brooklyn. In her, in her chucks. Don't yep. play with nah, she. Come, she come to stomp you out with the Tims. Don't play with my sister. <laughs> Don't play with We bring the in Tims. The all day. <laughs> hey, Azo, if you don't follow me back in real life, we're going to have a problem, bro. What, what, listen, so, oh, I don't know what happened. Maybe <laughs> the app was acting on. You know what? I ain't be glicking, glicking, but I fi- they fixed it right now, though. Go ahead. Check that thing out right now. <laughs> I see it. I see it. I can't stand him. <laughs> Bye, man. Go to work somewhere. I'm, I'm going to try to make sure I follow everybody. You know what I'm saying? Because stuff be acting up. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Everybody being followed. I, I'm hitting the bill. That was the problem. I hit the bill. All right. I'm out, y'all. Love y'all. Ready to have man, a good day. You too, Zoe. Hey, Sean. How you doing? Hey, how y'all doing? Today? Doing great. Good. What you got for us today? Good. I just got two questions. Um, when you was talking about the companies, what you said, did you say Hunt number or Hut? I'm not sure Hutt. what. H U T. Harold Uniform Tango. Okay. And um, I'll go research that. And the, the cities was Kentucky, Oregon, New York, and it was a full New one. Mexico. New Mexico. Correct. And they're going to get you. So, so if you're driving through, they're going to get you. Trust me, especially New Mexico and Kentucky. Okay. Um, the, um, thank you, Kelsey. Right. I'm going to be reaching out to you real soon All for right. some help. Um, whatever I got to pay, I don't care. We good. Tell um, me that on this way. I'm, I'm glad you're saying that to a person that's honest, because you know somebody else. You don't, <laughs> don't tell me. nobody that. You don't need me, Sean. You don't need me. Hey, I need all y'all. But look, hey Desi, um, this weekend I'm going to uh, look at some trucks, and uh, I know you was mentioning you said it was some trucks that you said don't don't fool with. International is a big no no, my brother Adrian. Um, I talk anybody and everybody. I got a list for you, bro. I'll, um, I'll email it to you. Okay. Definitely. 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 Okay. But wait, but <laughs> never mind. Good. Listen, and the <laughs> support, Kelsey, the support, Kelsey, <laughs> on that, um, New Mexico, um, I've drove through there, bro. Ain't no way around it. They stop you coming in. <laughs> they, they check they have you a at the door. Entry. Pay before you go. Yep. You're not coming in there. They don't wow. care about nothing. Else. They don't care about your weight. You gonna pay that? You gonna pay? You know, and you can set up an online account so that yeah. you don't have to come out of pocket. Otherwise, you are coming out of pocket before you move or <laughs> turning around. Yep, you are. And I was gonna say, while you're waiting for your IRP plates, will you register for them? They'll send you a temporary plate, and then they'll um, when you're waiting to get your your main plate in, you could get what's called um, temporary permit. So you get a temporary, um, trip permit and a temporary fuel permit. So that way you're still able to travel to different States. Otherwise you have to stay in your base jurisdiction state. Forgot to mention that earlier. I hope that helps somebody. Um, did you have any other questions, Mr. Sean? That's it. Thank y'all. Appreciate everything y'all, y'all do. Absolutely. Have a good day. Thanks for coming yeah. up. Hey, Miss Camille. Okay. Real quick. One quick uh-huh. That's when you see those guys having their basically their temporary cab card up in the windshield. Yes. You post yes. it to your windshield, and um, it works. You'll have to after you go through the um, wait station one time, 
they'll pull you through. Just take a quick look at it. Yeah. But um, it is accepted. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. You're very welcome. Have a good day. Hey, Miss Camille. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, she Ooh, came with the energy. Okay. To you. <laughs> she got the energy this morning. morning. Okay. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. So listen, I just wanted to add on to what my dear dispatch sister was saying about the value you get from uh, working with the dispatcher. Uh, it helps to, for people that are just getting started out anyway, it helps you to shorten your learning curve, right? So your dispatcher is going to work on your behalf and you're going to learn some things from her if or him or her if you are listening and paying attention so it shortens your learning curve and also um it saves you money on load board access because think about most dispatchers have access to more than one load board at a time right so it kind of gives you a larger pool to draw from when you are um you know looking for loads and booking loads and things like that and I also wanted to throw out, she had mentioned some load boards. I just wanted to mention some load boards for uh, people that uh, have box trucks, Selectus, and Virtual Fleet. So that's all I have this morning. I want everyone to have a wonderful day. And tell them where you'll be at tonight. It's Trucking Thursday. It's Trucking Thursday, girl. It's Troubleshooting Thursday. So we're going to be in the Dispatch Hub tonight. Yes, so come sure. check us out. Come on, come on, come through. You got, if you you want to be a member, you uh, go to the dispatchhub.net, you pay your one-time $75, and you can use and abuse us every Thursday. All right. All right. Thank you so much, Miss Camille, for those gems. <laughs> hey, Good morning. How are you, Shet? Hey, y'all. How y'all doing this morning? I'm good. Good. Just talking about this last little leg of setting up a trucking company, honey. All the little ins and outs. What gems you got for us today? So I definitely don't have anything about setting up a trucking company. Um, <laughs> what, I will, what I will say is I want to encourage people to also think to step out of their comfort zone when you're thinking about setting up a trucking company and what are you doing domestically because a lot of your current skills are transferable. If you are a dispatcher, you can do that internationally. It's not called a dispatcher though, um, but there are NVOCCs that are non-vessel operating car common car carriers that are booking freight on vessels, booking freight on airlines, and they're doing that from the comfort of their home. Uh, it is profitable and that gets you into the international trade and global logistics business. Also, we were talking about New Mexico. So I wanted to talk about the actual Mexican border and the Canadian border in regard to cross border movements for trucking and tell people that are moving freight domestically that are interested in cross border moves. They may want to consider being CTPAT certified. CTPAT stands for customs. Customs. Customs Trade Partnership Against Terrorism. It was implemented after 9-11 as a partnership to protect our borders. Uh, people that are interested in government contracts, uh, one of the reasons that people may have issues getting cross-border government contract work to move military equipment is because they're not CTPAT certified. The government wants people to partner against terrorism when moving goods across borders. 
So I wanted to mention that. Also, people that are brokers in the room, I would encourage you to consider being an international freight forwarder. So that way you can, the same way you are doing brokerage on the domestic side, you can use that same skill and learn how to do that on the international side. So I, I come in here just to make people think beyond what they're comfortable in. I come in here to encourage people to think beyond the domestic realm. Although it is profitable, I think that uh, you can do well both domestic and internationally. So I come in the room to also make sure that people know that the opportunities are there. The industry does not have diversity. There are not many of us around. I often tell people I'm from the block to the boardroom. I don't see uh, many of us ever. I want to be the bridge to connect us to that next level. Uh, so I try to support people in that capacity. And then I also want to tell people that I have been uh, given the opportunity to sit on the board of directors for Troops 2 Logistics. Thank you. So it is an organization that uh, works with the VA and they have a great, they have a, a, a pretty good background in regard to government funding to help military veterans and people that are transitioning out of the military find logistics jobs and logistics training. Uh, there's a lot of opportunity for us in, in that capacity. And I'll talk more about that in other rooms or um, yeah, I'll talk more about that in other rooms or in my classes to give people the opportunity to know what's out there. Uh, the last thing I wanted to um, announce to you all is on Monday, I am formally being inducted as the lead for the Atlanta chapter for ICPA. ICPA is the International Compliance Professionals of America. It's yeah. important that y'all know that people that are here in Atlanta or in the southern states, because um, I've never seen anyone of color sit on these boards. In fact, the board I just mentioned to you is 12 white men. I am the first female and I'm the first black woman, first minority in any capacity to sit on this board. Um, so I'm not saying that to act like I'm all that or I'm tooting my own horn. I'm saying that to say that there's a bridge, right? And there's a bridge between domestic and there's a bridge between domestic and international there's also a bridge between diversity and inclusion and i know i can't be superman to save it all but it is my goal to be the bridge to bring us on the domestic side uh, over to the international side and make sure that there is some diversity because it doesn't have to lack diversity uh, and in regard to the international compliance professionals of america me leading the Atlanta chapter is a big deal for us too. I don't want to make it seem like it's a me thing. It's a big deal for us because I have been trying to break down doors in that organization for years where uh, minorities have not been really, you know, hugged and loved up on. I'll say that. And um, I've been a member of that organization for about 15 years. And for them to reach out to me and ask me to lead the Atlanta chapter is a big deal for us. I'm going to keep saying that it's a big deal for us because these networks are now the Maritime Association, the Air Freight Association. They're all part of and partner with these organizations. So people that are in the southern states that don't mind traveling when I have uh, meetings and, when you know, of course, you know, with COVID still up. But when things get back, to whatever normal is going to be. I want to make sure that I'm inviting y'all that y'all are coached and trained on how, you know, how to present yourselves in these arenas, who these people are, how they can help you, where they can leverage your businesses. So um, I want to make sure everybody know I'm not in here trying to bigger myself, but what I'm trying to do is show you that there's an opportunity for us. 
and I've been put in these leadership positions and I'm going to make sure that I'm a partner with y'all to try to bridge that gap between the domestic peace and the international peace. So I know I can't stay, but I have no, to say okay. all of that. Yeah, what you said the name of them was again that you now sit on the board of? I know you the said. First one is, the first one is Troops to Logistics. So the website is Troops, T-R-O-P-S. And then the number two, Logistics. Mm-hmm. And the website is at um, dot org. So it's mm-hmm. not a dot com, it's a dot org. Um, and that just happened, I think, Wednesday or Tuesday. So I'm not on their site yet, but they'll be adding me to the. And if you look at their board members, you'll see what I'm saying. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. You'll see that it's uh, a lot of uh, white men there. And then the other organization is ICPA. If you go to my website, which is on my profile, if you go to resources, um, they actually accepting uh, new members right now for free. So you can actually go in and sign up and uh, be a member. Just pick a web uh, a email address. You don't mind a bunch of emails. They send a lot, a lot of emails, but they're informative. Uh, so now I'll be leading the Atlanta chapter. That'll happen on Monday. Oh, uh, man. I love it. I love it. I'm in I'm in the background. I'm in the background. That's my sister. That's my sister. For the culture. Amazing. For the culture, right. So I want to make sure that I leave y'all with that because um it'll be a lot more to come. And I want to start building a directory. Kelsey, maybe y'all can um behind the scenes because I gotta go work on that. Maybe let's start building a directory of uh, businesses, owner-operators, yes. dispatchers, uh, make it more formal because when I step into these board meetings, I can't be like, nah, because on Clubhouse, I got to be formally Oh, saying, we already got it. TBC yeah, group have, coming soon. <laughs> right. I need something that shows us as a people and what all we offer and our skill set and the businesses that we represent um, and that, you know, we solely focus on diversity and inclusion when I'm bringing us, bringing us through these gaps. So I need y'all to get something together that shows what everybody does, formal email addresses, not bigbooty.com and all that, <laughs> you know, something that really represents us properly. And then I'll be making sure that I hold separate meetings with everybody and I'll need y'all help bridging that so that way I can help people know who's who, right? So you're not yeah. just randomly calling 1-800, I need a truck, right? You need to know who you're dealing with. Um, but I gotta go. I got a ten o'clock. But you good? Um, you good? I put I'm you sorry. I hate that I always got to jump, and I don't get to chill with y'all. But um, there'll be a lot more to come. But uh, think about what I just said behind the scenes on how we can start making some type of formal listing and uh, what I consider to be uh, a, a something that we can publish. A yep. formal publish of who we are, what we do, and the businesses we represent, and what our goals are, so that way I can properly represent us in these organizations. I love y'all, and y'all have a great day. Oh my God, man! Thanks. Yeah, please hey. keep doing the good work that you're doing. I know you say you wasn't trying to, you know, big yourself up, but you did a lot. You accomplished a lot. You should be proud of that. Don't even, you know, sell yourself short on none of that. It is very okay because that's not easy work for you to do all the things that you're exactly. doing. That's true. That's true. It's been rough. It's been rough, especially to all the education and certifications. God has really blessed me. I mean, I don't know anybody else that's been able to get three degrees and all my day certifications for free. And it's because, you know, you just got to come through and be a juggernaut. Like, I'm just not taking no for answer. And it's favor. And it's favor. It is. And it's favor. And it ain't fair. And like she said, she's a juggernaut. She's doing the work. Like, don't you doing the work. That right there is like the big thing. You are doing the work. So, yeah, don't shy away from that. And we appreciate the work you're doing. It doesn't look like you're bragging. Like you were doing the work and you're connecting yeah. people at the same time. So, yeah. Right. Thanks again, y'all. Y'all have a great day. Yeah, yeah you thank well. you, Shaq. Right, yes, have a good Shaq. one. Thank and you. I just had 
um, Deanna reached out to me and she mentioned, and it's right, this is why it is so important to be aligned which is what we're talking about this week, just setting your business up completely properly so that you can come to these boardrooms so that you can come and do all of these different things and you can come and be the person of color representing us, but you have to be professional. Your business has to be set up correctly. So yeah, that's that on that. I was going to say, I hope that all y'all that's using y'all Christian mingle uh, email addresses, you know, <laughs> Throw that ass in the prayer circle. I hope y'all change oh that. My and God. don't attach it to your business. Okay? Lucky. Change it. And TJ little, gave me a little. gym. Just use Zoho. <laughs> Zoho is free with five business emails. Just get you it a sure domain is. from somewhere. It sure is. But no, I'm being I'm being funny, but I'm being serious. And so many people that dispatch that dispatch through. I had one that was like little miss bossy.com. Like, honey, honey, change that. Yeah, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not yeah. doing that. All right, y'all, let's take the, take a minute to go ahead and reset the room. For those who just coming in, you are in the Truck and Breakfast Club. This specific episode, we are discussing finishing strong. This entire week, we have been talking about setting up your trucking company from business setup, motor carrier setup, trucking operations, anything of that sort. If you have any additional questions and you're scared to come up to the stage for whatever reason, no, the only question that's a dumb question is the one that you don't ask. I heard somebody mention that. Um, that's the only dumb question. So we're all a family here. If you have a question, come up to the stage and ask it. Um, if not, of course, you can always hit us in our DMs um, or hit us on a job form. Ask your question there. We have a couple more people that have come up to the stage and then definitely want to let A touch on factoring and give the tidbits about that. But let's go ahead and see what Mr. Andre 2000 has to say. Good morning, sir. Good morning, everybody. Um, hey, Kelsey, I got a quick question for you because uh, you talked about 2290s earlier. And, uh, you know, uh, early a uh, couple of years ago, they changed the uh, the 29 payment uh, processing because I used to just um, go to my local IRS um, building and simply just, you know, hand over the check and they just put all the stamps and I was good to go. But then they changed it to where it's it was uh, online only where you can yep. submit your application online. But then there was the, the payment option, right? So what I what I do is I just send them checks or like early, like enough time ahead, so that way they can process and and mail me back the uh, the uh, stamp to receipt. Do, but uh, do you what do you do that to avoid the fee? Because yeah. it's a it's a credit card fee, but it's only forty dollars. I use eform twenty two ninety dot com. Oh, it's only forty because the thing about it is like they gave me they have a list of like all the third party companies that like process the 2290 form for me which i mean i don't care about it it's already filled out yeah they, it was never like i didn't see that option so that's why i figured to ask the the question about the uh which which uh payment method you yeah prefer. i use eform2290.com um they their servicing fee is like 44 dollars and 99 cents and you get your 2290 back if you file it on a business day you get it back the same day Okay. So I just use that one and it's via credit card. And it comes on your credit card statement, it shows twenty two ninety. So you're able to reconcile your statements properly. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, and as far as the uh, if the audit goes, um uh, from my last one, what they told me is uh the reason why they had to do if the audit for us is because our MPGs uh from one quarter to another have drastically changed. Correct. So well, that's that's what they look at. So anytime mm -hmm. you uh, you do your if does kinda like compare your last quarter to because it's one thing you know obviously if you get a refund that's a that's a yellow flag but if your mpgs change from one quarter to another 
then that's another flag that's there's something going on. So yeah, you know, my advice to some folks is just make sure your MPGs are more or less consistent. Um, or it, or if they're not, then just be ready to justify as to what happened and just prepare yourself for an audit just in case it might come because they do because you know like fmcsa only asks you to keep retain your records for six months yeah but uh, i don't know about you guys but like for arizona like uh, the ifta like requires you to uh, book or to keep all your files for five years mm-hmm. it's um, t- so that's it- typically is three to five years per state that's why i said it's federal and it's state things yeah. that you need to be looking for yep but other than that yeah thanks for uh awesome information this morning Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for always coming up, participating with us, and giving good feedback and good gems for the room, because you always drop something, so we greatly appreciate that. Love you, Andre 2000. Love you, too, Lakeisha. <laughs> Have a good day. Adrian, you came up here to get on Desi, or are you going to come be nice? Yeah, I can't be nice. What's going on, family? <laughs> Let's talk about the internationals, Adrian. Let's, Let's get to it. Let's it. get to it. Come on seen now. Me pull, he seen me pull up in that international. Listen, if you, if you take care of it, it's going to take care of you. Well, it's more than that. Oh, y'all, y'all throwing palm that. trees again. It's, it's oh. more than that. It's more than that. I'm going to tell you real quick. Okay. For the, this is just for the people. So, boom. If Now, there's a Max Force engine. Which which came out like in the twenty what twenty fourteen up up to that area. International made a you know they made a terrible engine, you know it was a bad. Oh man, put your phone on. Do not disturb, please. Because you Damn, my is you in the international now? <laughs> nah, yeah. <I'm> in- <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Adrian. Come on. All right, so let me go ahead and finish this right here. I'm gonna make it quick and be brief and be brilliant because I don't want Henry to kick me out. So <laughs> I go kick you out. Yeah. So the um, the, it was a bad engine up until I think 2014, 2015, what have you. Um, there was that Max Force engine. That's the one you stay away from. Now, if you get an international that has a Cummings engine, then you're in much better shape. You take care of that thing. It's gonna do everything you needed to do. That's that's all. That's all I wanted to say. But um, it's not a raggedy truck. It just has a bad reputation for those years. But um, if you get that Cummins engine, that makes all the difference because they, 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 um, they realized they made a bad mistake that almost took them out of the industry. So they had to come back strong. And the Cummins engine was the answer for that. So I just want to say that part. Yeah, Jesse was talking about it like it was a gremlin. Yeah, like it, like it's so rude. like it was a Pinto oh, parked man. in the back. I hear, I hear a lot of people say the <laughs> same like, thing. No, everybody like you do not mess with the international. And I, and I get it, but that's that's the reason that ProStar that that um. A Max Force engine versus a Cummins engine is night and day. So, I mean, it wasn't a competitive truck then. They break down, they leave you on the side of the road, but the Cummins engine is what makes all the difference. So I just wanted to put that out there otherwise. And it's working well for me. I have uh, quite a few of them, and they, they're doing well for us. So I just want to put that out there. I don't want anybody to, to shy away from the truck because it's a good value, a good price. And um, I also got an international mechanic that, that we pulled right out of international. So... You know, all the pieces working together make sense. So that's that's all I wanted to leave with the people. I didn't want Desi just butcher the butcher the uh, reputation of my truck over here. Desi, you would, you like hey, Desi. Hey. would you like to rebuttal? Hey, would you like to rebuttal, Des? You know, he's working on that truck. He working on his truck. <laughs> Not playing. Exactly. I'm, I'm running my truck. Say no more. Uh, so okay, baggy. fool with y'all. He did come on here and act like it was a gremlin, though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, 
I wouldn't touch it with a 10 foot pole. Man, come on. Yeah, yeah, dirty. He talk about the truck like that. Right. Yeah. He talk like we love you. Hold on, y'all. Hold on. We got to tell Desi we love him. We don't want him to think we picking on him now. Love you, Pop Pop. Love you, Pop Pop. <laughs> Thank you for that, Adrian. I'm glad you cleared the air. Yes, in any type of truck you get, there is a difference in engines and all that good stuff. You can find more people to work on them, but I would always recommend going to a certified mechanic, right, Adrian? That's right. Eating <laughs> full of transmission. I mean, come yeah. on now. This truck, they done stepped it up. I just want Desi ain't got nothing to say, but I'm going to call him in a little while. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Three-way, <laughs> three-way me in. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got you. I got Add you. me in. I can stay on pause. Oh, I, had, I just got back. I was on a conference call. What's oh, up? Oh man, how you, you missed all of that? You. You missed the whole man, day. my bad. What's up, bro, bro? Man, I'm about <laughs> to fill you in later. I'm gonna let Kelsey <laughs> fill you in. I gotta go sign <laughs> these papers. All right, I'm out of here. You know we straight. Bye, Adrian. Have a good right, day. Let it, let it. Wait a minute. So we done showed up to this uh, dang on lunch fight, and ain't nobody gonna fight. Man, y'all crazy. Right, like this is high school. I know school. what he's talking about. Because <laughs> I came to a city and didn't get a chance to stop. I was pushing, man. That ain't what he's talking about. That ain't oh, what he's talking about. We're going to get to it. We gonna a, get whole fight. Fight. a whole nother fight. A whole nother fight. I'm going to take two seconds. I'm going to take two seconds just to get it right back. But um, so you've you been talking real dirty about this international truck, and I was explaining the difference between that that Max Force engine versus that the Cummins engine. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, International, you know, they, they made a really bad engine. They came out for a few years and, you know, they made they, they made a bad product. They came back strong in 2000 and I believe it's 15 and 16 with the Cummins engines. So they started, you know, releasing their trucks with the Cummins engines and the um, eating full of transmissions, which actually made a, a, a major difference in, in the durability and the functionality of the truck. So now you got a truck that actually works, but the reputation still sticks to it. So that was the difference i wanted to clear because you keep dogging my truck out so i wanted to make sure i came i stepped up and said something about my truck i got to defend my truck because you out here talking crazy out here having the people thinking i'm, I'm out here driving a rudy Pooh van <laughs> and i'm gonna say and i'm gonna say this i've been on this earth 38 years and i ain't never broke up no fight so let's get it let's get it come on hey come hey, on Dad. i just took my shirt off man i peel for you bro but no nah, i took your shirt off <laughs> I took my shirt off. I uh-huh. put, put that it. back on. Put that back on. Listen, but no, I you know I rock with you, Adrian. But no, I agree. Everything in regard to what he said, I agree with. And that, and you even text me um to say this, but Commons Engine does make International a whole lot better truck. But throughout my time in trucking and on the rank, the ranking of trucking, it goes. Peterbilt, Kenworth, Freightliner, Volvo. Uh, so International still got a little work to do, but they did make a big um, br- jump in coming with that doggone um, Cummins engine. Cummins make one of the best engines in the market. That's facts. Anybody that know engines and trucking know that. I don't know. I don't know. I'll argue with that. Uh oh, uh oh! I knew he came back up here for some. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm gonna argue with it too, cause I know Kenworth is not beating. Oh, it's oh, a whole, it's a whole <laughs> dance challenge. Come on, you got served. You got served. Go ahead, Andre. We could do a uh, survey in here. Well, I okay, so I'm a little biased, right? So I run older equipment. So I'm the pre EGR, pre DEF, pre DPF, all that, pre SCR, the whole nine. I do have one ISX 870 Cummins, and let me tell you something, it has been giving me nothing but problems. So 
I get it. You know, right. I mean, at least when you come, when you, okay. So when you're talking about new trucks, yeah, there's not a lot of choices, right? So Detroit went downhill. Caterpillar just went out of the game what, in 2013 because, you know, they just can't, couldn't keep up with the emissions for the on-road, on-highway trucks. So they just, you know, strictly stuck with the, um, you know, construction equipment, off-road uh, engines. Uh, but with the newer trucks in general, and I talked to a lot of mechanics, I talked to a lot of tow truck drivers, and I asked them, like, what do you guys tow more, the older trucks or newer trucks? And, you know, they all laugh and they always say the newer trucks for sure because Definitely of all no. the emission stuff. However, I will say this, that talking to other mechanics, they do prefer the DD15 uh, engine over the Cummins. I'm not going to say Cummins is worse because it's definitely better than D13 Volvo. And, you know, with all due respect to Adrian, definitely, uh, you know, a, a nudge better than Max Force. Let's just put it that way. I'm just trying to be, you know, like, you know, easy on everybody right now. <laughs> Freightliners, Freightliners, Freightliners are the best trucks. Yeah, Freightliners are the best trucks. But speaking. Yeah, I mean, I, I have three Freightliners and three Volvos. So, I, I mean, I personally prefer uh, Freightliner myself as well. However, when it comes to engines, I, I do I, think Detroit has upper hand over Cummins. Well, you kind of defended me. You, you, Andre, Andre 2000, I ride with you, man. <laughs> listen, listen, value for dollar. And, and I agree with you guys. I like Freightliner. We have Freightliners. We have, I mean, I have a couple different trucks, but, and I, and I like them, but value to the dollar i mean i haven't had a bad um isx so i'm i i i, I just gotta I just stand up and say that so i've been i've been treated well with my trucks maybe i just got you know a, a good a good batch of them and yeah fair enough. they all and gonna also, break down also, in all yeah, they all gonna break down oh, they do but and deter nobody i mean i i still throughout my time in trucking they say stay away from international I've got people, but I mean, hey, if it works, it works, brother. They yeah. all gonna break down at some point, you know. Well, get well, your money right say, for preventative maintenance sake. Um, a lot of the trucks that we have also we we fought, we have the records for because they came in from the dealer off at least. So I got I got maintenance records. I've um, you know kind of a backup warranty situation, which actually you know helps me out tremendously. So the fact that I could follow the history of the truck kind of helps me out a lot too. So I didn't just jump out there on it, but those are the things that kind of help me out as well. But I'm, I'm going to get out the way. I know we're dragging this out right now, so I'm, I'm going to step to the side. Hey, Kelsey. Put my shirt back on, man. I put my shirt back on. This is a good conversation right here, Sean. Well, what, you, what were you saying, Sean? Kelsey, did I start this fight? Because I started this fight about the trucks. and then there's... I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. No, it's just we always laugh and joke did. about it. And I know Mr. James <laughs> is up here. He's a diesel mechanic. What did you want to add, James? I just wanted to add and uh, agree with my with my guy Andre uh, about the the, the DD yeah. uh, DD fifteens because uh, when when those internationals pull into the shop, we kind of cringe. No, I'm not going. Internationals, that's the new slang. Hey, but but I will say this. I will I will say this. If it has that Cummings motor in it, it's gonna run. It goes DD fifteen. That's all that, I'm trying that, to say. That Cummings ISX. And then everything else after that. Hey, do you think we can have a room one of these days when uh, we can just talk about equipment, I and so I can change everybody's mind as far as why older trucks are better than newer trucks? Yep. Yeah, I'm hey, that's a good we, idea. We, hey, go, <laughs> look, I think we already having it. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. 
That's what I'm talking about, James. Just that, that that Cummins engine makes the difference. That's all oh, yeah. The, that, Cummins, that Cummins motor definitely makes a difference. It, it, I think Adrian missed the part where you called the international international, dude. International. We call him the Ford of the diesel world, man. We call him Ooh, Ford. 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 That's not to say. Not, not Big to say, soul repair know. daily. Let's go. <laughs> Hey, Ford makes some strong, strong. Ford makes some strong pickups too, so they do they something sure right. Do. Yeah, yeah, you know. So even international gonna do something right. They're gonna do something right with that. With that Cummins, they did something right. Yes, sir, indeed. But I like to give indeed. Adrian that kudos because he just got him an international mechanic. So that's one reason he ain't worried about it. Like he got the Thanks. guy from the, from the source. It don't matter what you drive, and he went and get the mechanic that actually works on the stuff and train for it. So straight up. Absolutely. That was some good conversation. <laughs> now, we're bringing that topic yes. back up for a whole day. We, we're yeah, that's how my conference was on. Y'all got to, dog, y'all don't text me. I heard how stuff happened on Clubhouse last night when stuff was popping. Stop. We was all asleep. Stop. Yeah, we was all asleep. I have, I have no, I have no idea what you're talking about, Desi. No, I'm saying I ain't know I was in a fight with Adrian. I come oh. back and Adrian was like, "You ain't, you ain't, um, you, you ain't saying nothing." I was on the conference call. Oh, okay, y'all. We got some people that still got some questions. Thank you so much, Adrian, for your feedback. Right. Sean, no Andre, James, thank y'all so much. What I want to do real quick, I want to let Courtney touch and Levance touch, and then I want to let A touch on factoring because I know he has a lot of good advice. So I want to give him his time. Um, Courtney, what you got for us today? I still feel like we're about to be in a lot after this club <laughs> but but anywho um no nah, i want to say thank y'all so much kelsey this information today has been so 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 clutch you're welcome um it's been amazing um and then i also real quick when y'all had talked about um the balance for the 2290 i just wanted to throw that we've been using truck dudes and they started like 7.99 so i ain't know if y'all had heard about that but that's all i'm gonna say what's that's a website name the website Dudes, it's truckdudes.com. Oh, you do it yourself on there? Uh, yeah, or they can do it for you. Gotcha. But it, it okay. depends on how you do it as far as like what your fees, is, but it started like seven, like eight dollars. It's not bad. Yeah, I know y'all gonna find some uh, <laughs> y'all gonna coin. find good, the good save stuff. The you better save them coins. <laughs> Thank you so much, Courtney, for that little gem. We always appreciate it. And let's go see what LaVance has to say. I don't know if we ever spoke to LaVance before. How you doing, sir? How y'all doing? I'm pretty good. Uh, I've been only here for like literally three, five minutes, but you know, I'm interested in uh, in the truck in the future. And I'm just learning, just in the beginning stage of just learning a lot. Mm -hmm. And I'll out what, like, I live, I'm from Chicago, and uh, I'm just trying to figure out where where would I be able to even park the trucks? Like, there are any cheap places to park the trucks, like, for overnights, for weeks at a time? Um, I know that in Atlanta, um, there, if you don't, if you're not able to park it at a truck stop, which at truck stops, Bree and Desi, I'm sure, can give you more info, and I'll let them do that. But we have a place called Store My Truck, so I don't know if they have that where you are. Bree or Desi, do you guys have any recommendations or anybody? All I could do is um link you over, hey, Aaron and um uh, Wanda, who's in the Chicago area. I got a couple more partners up there, and they could um kind of guide you in the way because it's gonna come down to the lay of the land, and I don't know Chicago like that. Yeah, same here. I thought I, I drove in all 48. Yeah, I'm just I playing. Have, <laughs> I don't, but I still, I'm going to get a piece of land and um do that. 
or truck drivers store that's a good business um tap in mm-hmm. take it if you want but that's a good business like for them to store their uh trucks um in cities like you know like that like you know what i'm talking about what yeah secure you? secure your um your 18 wheelers i was really gonna you know buy a piece of land to do that and you guys can take the idea because it makes money it's a uh 18 wheeler storage i didn't want to yeah. just change the subject but if you got some land I would I would definitely use that for that. It's this guy in Covington, Georgia that does it and he is lucrative. Like he has two of these stops. Yeah, again, it's solution oriented business, like I always say. Um yeah, and make sure it's strategically located so that trucks can access it, you know, usually close to the interstate. But yeah, it's it's a solution and um if you got a solution, you're gonna get paid in this industry. And I'll look for you, Levant, in that Chicago area. It's not going to be Chicago. It's going to be uh, somewhere near Chicago because Chicago's hard. Oh, yeah. Lane just actually sent me a couple of locations. Levant, if you hit me up, I'll send them to you. But you can also just Google it as well. Much love, much love. I was also thinking this, I'm asking this because I'm uh, looking to start like a mobile business. So, like, how does that work? Is there like any restrictions to do that? Is what that, type like, of business? That again. What type of mobile business? Uh, actually, I'm looking into doing like either like a boutique or um, uh, just have like mobile office space afterwards. Um, for trucking. Say it again. For trucking. So yeah, I know it's actually unique. So we're trying to have like a, like the truck's so long, I'm trying to figure out how to. Oh, you want to put something inside the the truck? Oh, I think his phone cut out. I think he wants to. Yeah, we'll come back to him. Hey, Jameer, did you have something to add to that? Hey, guys, how are you? How are you? Hey, Jameer. Hey, hey, good morning, everyone. Um, Yes, I have a realtor up there in Chicago um, that I wanted to tell him about um, that I can connect him with. Um, So whenever he gets back on, I don't know if he's completely out. He can inbox me and I can give him that information Thank for a relative up there to secure him some property. Thank you. Yeah, my, uh, my, 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 I went out of service. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for your question. And thank you, Jameer, for helping him out, girl. You're welcome. That's all I had to say, y'all. I'm up out of here. All right. Have a good day. Bye, y'all Mary. do the same. Bye, y'all. <laughs> All hey, right. Daddy, you ain't speak to me this morning. What's oh, up, man? Oh, is it another fight? I, man, everybody want to get this. I'm about halfway tired. His man, shirt already man. off, Jamaria. Just go ahead and just fight. <laughs> go on to get me. Go no, there's no, there's it's okay. I'll let you rest because I'm tired too. <laughs> so I'll let you, I'll let you rest. That's them old vets. <laughs> Yeah, I've been up since 3.45. That's them old vets. That's them old yeah. vets. I'm still really? a new vet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jameer, we'll let you go get some rest. I know you about to go get some work done, though, while you talk about your tired. Yeah, yeah, I am tired. I'm here to meet a realtor now. Um, so that's why I understand what um, LaVance was talking about. It's in Lakeisha. I actually was down there in Georgia where I saw this guy. Um, had a storage and he he makes good money storing um 
trucks and letting drivers put their containers on his yard. Yeah. And, and I talked with him and I told him what I wanted to do. I'm actually looking into doing the same thing. I'm headed to speak to a realtor now um, to get some commercial property. Um, and I think it's a good idea, but with mine, I want to be different. I want to put showers out there so drivers can actually go take a shower and feel relaxed instead of going to a love station. So I'm trying to set that up now. But with my drivers, they'll pay a monthly fee instead mm-hmm. of by the day. That's good. Um, That's true. That too. guy that I that guy box. that I spoke to, he charged um, a daily rate. Um, I don't want a daily rate. I want a monthly rate. Um, and it'll give them, you know, limited access for that month to shower. Um, so that's what I'm looking into doing right now. I'm wearing like 10 different hats. So um, I'm all over the place right now. But I think that's a good idea for anybody to go into or even with a partnership to do that, um, because that's what truck drivers need. Yeah. Um, they need that safety. They need that security. Um, and it's something different. So um, I think everybody look into it it's not a secret it's just the point of having good credit having business credit and knowing what you want yeah right and right and tell them jamir you're writing down that vision like i always wanted to do that but i fell out of love with Keisha, your 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 phone went out but yes anything that you do you should always write a vision write down what you want to do and write down how you want your vision to move um is i got two people up here on this panel that i talked to that's included in my vision so you just gotta tell your vision pray about it write it down first pray about it and move with it i know everybody probably be scared um but everything you do on a daily you have fear somewhere because you're walking into an unknown we walk into the own unknown every day but if you're praying about it you can move and also be silenced don't let everybody know what you're trying to do right then because everybody's going to talk down on your dream. So, um, you know, connect with people that you can trust, pray with people that, you know, that you can trust and also have faith within yourself. Absolutely. I love Absolutely. That's who I, call. That's who I call when I need that talk like that. Okay. I call Jamira. <laughs> she sure do. And she be bringing you. She Jamira be down somewhere. She, Jamira, she be talking to me. She be like, yeah, and you know, I just had to call Jamira and get another view. I'm like, well, let me call Jamira. And girl, she yeah, you can, your yeah, phone you can. Number. Oh, Somebody Kelsey, Kelsey, yes, you can, you can get my number. Kelsey sent my I, number. Daisy has my no, number. I'm gonna sell Keisha your number. <laughs> well, you can get my number, Keisha. Inbox me, and I'll give you my number since they want to sell it to you. But all right, guys, y'all what? have a good day. I will talk to y'all later. I got to go fix lunch before I head out this door. So I'll chat with y'all later. All right. Thank you for coming up. LaVance, did that help you? LaVance somewhere smiling like his picture. I think he already bought the land. He already got started. Right. He should should go ahead and reset the room real quick. And then we'll let A touch on the, the factoring piece. Hey, okay. You are now listening to the Trekking Breakfast Club, part three, finish strong. We want you to ask your questions, but we do want you to be polite, be brief, be brilliant, and be gone. Um, and let's get it with, with A. This is my favorite part is factoring company. So let's let's get it, let's give it up for A. I wanted to let everyone know as well, we are turning off hand raising at 1045. So you got about 15 minutes to get your questions in on this particular subject or anything else. And let's let A start. A is a, and 
please say how do you pronounce your name? Sir? Let me do it. Let me do it. I'm in Dayas. I'm in Dayas. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yo, wild this morning. We got gyms dropping. We got Shaq talking about international stuff. Shoon's going to be in space. And we got fights happening about trucks. I was like, man, you guys are popping off. Did this you morning. miss the fight though? <laughs> no, no, I was Did I was listening it? to it the whole time. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Desi's taking his shirt off. We got all this it's stuff. Still happening. Off. It's still <laughs> off. It goes down. <laughs> but I got I gotta shout out Lakeisha though, my girl for shouting me out earlier talking about the factory. And I was like, hey, you talking about me? They need you, man. They need you. Can you go ahead? And just drop why they need you. Absolutely. Oh, oh, and before you get started, mm-hmm. he is he is a bonus part of the Death Row Records. Go ahead, hey. Oh, oh. Um, so there's there's some major reasons why I think that every trucking company starting up needs factoring, and it goes just beyond um, kind of what reasons why most people think. So first, and one thing that people don't look at is number one, cash flow is king, but for several reasons, right? So. Uh, one thing that factoring can do by stabilizing your cash flow is that it can keep your insurance rates down. Although, what I mean by that is if your cash flow is all messed up, you're probably going to miss insurance payments. You're going to have late payments. Those late payments can either cause your insurance to be dropped or go up. So you're going to be saving your money by keeping your insurance rates locked in. The second thing is if you eliminate you know, the billing and collecting aspect by handing it off to a company like us, where we do all your billing and collecting, you're going to get paid on time. You're not going to have those random, you know, loads out there for 80 plus days. So you're going to be consistent there. And plus you can write off your factoring fees and your business taxes. I don't know if you guys do that or not, but when you come to the end of the year, your quarterly, your final those taxes, whatever you factor you can write that off. Um, and then you can also use factoring as, you know, part of your accounting process by seeing how much, how much you did, you know, monthly or annually, however you break it down. But then also if you're trying to scale, factoring is needed because again, you have that cash flow stabilized. You can add those trucks. You can get those other drivers. You can, you know, increase your insurance and all that by making sure that you can consistently know when your money is coming in. Because <laughs> insurance and all the other stuff is going to add up, whether you know you're you're waiting on your money or not. So, I always say, you know, stabilizing your cash flow is going to make it so much easier for you. I love that. That's some great tips. Now I want to hear. I know some of us use factoring, some of us don't. I will say, for me in particular, starting my trucking company, factoring has been a lifesaver. I mean, you just have to think about all the overhead you have. It just makes mm-hmm. it so much easier to know that yes, they charge a percentage. We all know that we're all trying to cut down overhead and all that stuff. But trucking is such a financially intense business, like. Mm-hmm. It is a lot of overhead unless you're one who can has saved up all your money to put down on a truck. You know what I'm saying? Or or oh, purchase yeah. a truck rather. Um, if you're making payments on your truck, you got to think pretty much everything that you pay in trucking is going to be at least a thousand dollars. Let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. And to know that you have that money coming in when you factor it one day, it's coming oh. the next day. Oh yeah, it's it's coming there and. I mean, there's definitely some things to look out for uh, when you're first starting your company and what to look for in a factoring company. And I can touch on that. If you yeah, want please to. do. 
So um, I think it's important when you're starting out as, you know, Desi, Henry, and Kelsey, and Lakeisha can all attest to is, you know, you don't know if you're going to be successful right away. So if it were me, I would not sign any type of long-term contract. And you got to be careful because some of these things are marketed as, you know, no contract, but it's like a, you get like a 10 day period where you're technically not in the contract, but if you go past that, you're locked in for a year. So you just don't want to be locked in with someone because you don't know how your business is going to go. You don't know if they're going to do everything that they say and how they're going to say it. Because I mean, I always say this, like, Factory companies all do the same thing on paper, but it's all going to come down to how they actually do it in real life. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you hear people talking about, oh man, they submitted a load and then, you know, the factory company didn't pay them for three days because it didn't fit the certain criteria. So you want to make sure that you're not locked into anything. Um, the second thing I want you to say you want to look for is accessibility. And this is what Lakeisha said. If you're going with one of these giant firms, which you know, I personally have nothing against. Like if that's if you want to go with them, that's awesome. But if you're starting out, I think you'll need more one-on-one attention. And going with a company that values your business can be a major key to helping you. I mean, I have some guys that you know would text me when they first start up. You know, even simple things like helping them with their carrier packet. Like you're not going to get that attention when you know a company's has. <laughs> yeah, that's a huge, huge slate that they're dealing with. So, you know, making sure that you know, they value your business is also a major key. And then, you know, one thing you want to look out for also are going to be termination fees and windows. You know, there's a certain company that I won't name that you have to be within a certain window to even apply to leave. So just look out for those certain things that way you don't get trapped with someone, you know. Absolutely. Now we're talking about, and we've talked about all the different ways that you could get into trucking. Do you think that if you have the capital to do it, I know this is a whole different type of topic, but if you have the capital to do it, is it lucrative to become a factor in company? I mean, yes and no. So I, sometimes people think that like, you know, factoring companies are making a bunch of money, but you got to think about there's other costs associated with involved. So if you have the capital, if you're sitting on, you know, millions of dollars, then yeah, I say go ahead, go for it. But if you don't, then you got to either leverage lines of credit, which and you got to think about what your APR is on those. Then you have all your, your staff to make sure that you can actually service the accounts because it's, it's typically an industry, stand, industry standard about that one person can handle, like one account rep can handle about a million to a million five worth of invoices a month. So if you're, you know, pushing a fleet, you have tons of fleets in your system, then you got to just think about your employees and can you actually handle that? Or else you're going to end up with terrible customer service. People are going to be complaining about you online, <laughs> leave you all kinds of bad reviews. So um, if you have the capital for it, it's, it's definitely, but it's definitely more of a long con thing. And it's not like an instant cash maker because you don't think about it. You're only making, you know, one to 3% off of invoices. So that's a, it's a pretty small amount. Yeah. Um, now I wanted to ask you how important is credit when you're coming to a factoring company to be able to work with you all? A uh, good question. So we take, of course, brand new carriers that really don't have any credit um, on their personal credit we typically don't even pull it because it almost doesn't matter because as long as their customers are good, we're still going to get paid. Does that make sense? Yep. 
So as long as our customers are good, that's the credit we really care about. The only thing that I'd say is if your your credit might come into play is if you have things that we can't control, like outstanding judgment that you owe, you know, either the government, like you have a federal tax lien, or you have, you know, some type of business with someone else where you were a personal child support. Yep, child support, things that a factoring company can't get a hold of. The government's always gonna be number one to get their money. So yeah. if it's something like that, you know, you, you probably won't get approved by a factoring company. So unless it's an actual application off. process. Yeah, so after application process, what we do is we use this to have an application. We need a copy of the driver's license, have your insurance, your proof of insurance, and then your authority ready. And that's typically what most factors look at. And then from there, they, like I said, they usually don't do a hard credit pull at all unless you're unless you're coming to us with a fleet of like 25 to 30 trucks where you're going to be doing half a million to a million dollars a month. Mm-hmm. then that, that's pretty big and we'll, we'll pull it then. But besides that, for the new guys starting up, it's going to have your carrier packet, have your, your business in order. And then also, if you're a DBA or a sole prop, some factors won't take you. Why not? We do. Because oh, uh, you said there, DBA. I thought you said yeah, DBA. I thought you was mentioning like DBE, hub certified stuff. Like oh, that. no, 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 what no. Is- like a DBA or a sole prop. Oh, Some factors it. don't take those. Why, so. why that? I think that's important because we talked about business set up on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it really just depends on the factors. Some don't like it because of uh, they feel like they can't get a good grip around, you know, if something were to happen with the load. It's Can not as secure. So, yeah. so, uh, uh, so, so, partner, they have so much, so much rights. Like, you have to have money to run mm-hmm. your business under that. So, if they got so much money tied in that, then a factor company might feel like, well, shoot. I ain't, I ain't missing. I ain't gaining. I ain't, you know, like how they gonna get their money or how if something happens, yeah. it'd, be, it'd be solely up to them. I think it's good he said that too. Yeah, because like I said, we were just talking about that, so that's really good information for the people, especially that's starting up their business. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I say it all the time. I mean, we help, but I just signed up a new carrier this morning and during this clubhouse thing. So, you know, you just gotta be knowledgeable about who you're dealing with and. I say, always say go with someone smaller because they're going to value your business. You're going to get after someone on the phone when you call. You're not going to be on hold trying to get transferred to this person. That person doesn't even know your account. You know, if you call in and they have to ask your MC number, they don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. But these bigger companies, like some of these trucking companies, like I've met people that have hot shots. And will factor through a smaller company and have other trucks mm-hmm. that factor through a larger company. And that should tell you right then and there, like how how this factoring company, how factoring companies are valued. Like, I mean, if um he's taking his 18 wheelers through somebody else, he already knows they're hard to get in touch with. You're, you're a number. But when you have smaller trucks like box trucks, hot shots, stuff like that, I just feel like you need to talk to somebody like A. Because when you need uh, when you need some stuff from your broker and your broker was like, well, I need to directly because you get a lot of loads like that. Let's let's just be real. You get like a lot what, of Keisha? Like Girls on the tip of my tongue and we talk about it all the time. Um, Partials. No. Mom um, and pop loads. It's not even mom and pop loads that do it. It's it's it's. Brokers that have value in their loads, like if it's a car, if it's okay. a mower, 
you know, stuff like that, something that's, that they feel like is a value. The shipper feels like it's a loss. Mm-hmm. It's on the tip of my tongue and I do it every day. Oh my God, somebody text me and tell me what I'm trying to say. Hold <laughs> on, I'll be right back. Hold on. <laughs> but yeah, I think we have a certificate qu- holder. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> hey, certificate holder. Like it's so hard to get in touch with larger companies for certificate holder and a factory company. If you just mm-hmm. send over your certificate holder to a factory company, you don't even have to call your insurance. Your factory company guy that you know personally, but like, all right, well, look, I can I can send you, I can call them for you. I can send this. That's just mm-hmm. how directly they work close to close with you. Do you do you just send them a notice of assignment, A? Yeah, we do. So we send out a notice of assignment each time we build a load. So it it's just part of our process for and and touching the location i think it depends on you know your setup so i I always tell people like i'm not trying to be the factor for any and everybody because i know our niche our niche is serving the smaller fleets that often get overlooked so i mean our our bread and butter is fleets from one all the way until about 20 you know that's kind of like 20 to 30 we have some that are that are bigger than that but you know that's our bread and butter. That's what we love. We love to actually know our customers, and I love it too. You know, so I love that. Because I right. have, I have lost, I have lost some paperwork before, and my factor in Brian, well, well, he does. He's retired. Um, we were, we went with Porter Collins, and it was a smaller company, and he had all my stuff for him. Like my computer completely crashed, and I needed this information for the broker, and he had it for me. I'm just giving y'all an example of why I just, you know, like to fool with. Smaller companies. companies. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're a small company, so small business should do business with small business. And Desi words, business, you know? Just yeah, but it. you got people that try to think that they're out thinking outside the box. Like, no, you're small. Like you said, Kelsey, you're small. Deal with somebody else's, you know. I just that's just my philosophy. Yeah, I agree. I think we got some people that got some questions though. Jamil, how can we help you? Jamil. Hey. Hey. hey you guys hey good morning good morning, good morning. everybody i just uh enjoyed your guys conversation um you know still kind of fairly new in the game just trying to you know still trying to get out there trying to push myself and i i'm, I'm just appreciate you guys for all the encouragement all, all the advice you guys giving um i'm about to great apply for my mc soon i'm a, I'm about to apply for that actually this month so i'm just hey. really enjoying you guys that's all i love it thank you so much for your um for your support did you have some henry now I'm about to say congratulations on that. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Congratulations, hey, Miss Desiree. I know for a fact you had a question. What's your question for A? <laughs> Good morning. Um, I, I just have one quick question. What is the difference, or can you elaborate on the recourse factoring and the non-recourse factoring? Oh, that's a good question. Um, you know, I'm I'm gonna spit the truth to you guys if if that's all right. Um. Coming from the factoring side, I will tell you, and any person who works in factoring, if you get them alone, they'll tell you, non-recourse, true non-recourse does not exist. Um, I'll just say that, and I'll hear, I'll tell you why. The contracts, if you read them, they're basically the same. If you think about it, you're just paying more for like a false peace of mind. And this is pretty controversial, but I'm telling you, if you talk to any factoring executive, they'll tell you that they can charge you back for anything. So if you're on the phone with someone talking about non-recourse, just ask them this one question. Just ask them, can this load ever be charged back to me? And they're never going to say just, oh, no. They're going to say, well, and then they give you these possible scenarios where it can. I mean, if you just do math, let's say 
you know, a factoring company eats a $1,500 load once a month, but it happens, you know, they have thousands of trucks in their system. So it happens only say 200 loads a month. That's $300,000 a month. You think a company is going to eat $300,000 a month consistently? Mm-mm. So that's just my opinion on it. True non-recourse just doesn't exist. So how do you, when you Throw say it, it can't be tracked back to me, it, so it doesn't matter? Yeah, so uh, I guess by definition, I'll go back a little bit. Um, so recourse is technically if a load doesn't get paid out by a broker, either it's the carrier's fault or you know the broker possibly went bankrupt, then that load would get charged back to you. That's what a recourse program is. So a non-recourse is supposed to be the opposite of that. So a non-recourse in theory means that the factoring companies is going to, if that load doesn't pay out, they're just going to you know, essentially eat that loss themselves. But 9.99% of the time, if a load doesn't pay out, the factoring company is probably going to find a way to charge, back it, charge it back to you. Either um, trust say it's your fault, an insurance claim, or that. But non-recourse programs also come with a lot of stipulations. One, you don't get funded as fast, typically, because they have to verify loads more thoroughly. Um, two, you're going to be limited on the number of brokers and shippers that you can actually work with. So the, they do come with some limitations, um, but in general, you're going to be just about the same. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. What are some things that people should look out for in a contract? Okay, so um, one you're going to have to look out for um, some hidden fees in there. So there's going to be things like, um, like invoice processing fees. You want to look out for termination cost. There's some some companies on here that I know people love that I'm, I'm not going to name because I don't, I don't throw shade like that. But um, there's some that charge you $5,000 to leave. And that's whether you factor with them one load or not. Um, some have early termination charges of $2,500. Some are generic. Um, let's say they can just charge you a, a percentage of what your total credit line was. So if you have a $100,000 credit line and they want to charge you 5% of that, you do the math and that's how much it's going to cost to get out. So you want to look out for those type of hidden fees in there. And just how easy it is for you to lead that company so you want to go elsewhere. Because you know, think about it too, if you are starting out you know, you get all your, your capital together, your finances, you may not need to factor anymore, but why get stuck with someone for, you know, the remaining months of a contract if you don't need to? So, I mean, that's why we, we do things differently that way. Makes sense. I love it. Did he answer your question, Ms. Desiree? Yes, he did. Thank you. Yo, but that, that was like the super gym, though. Like, hey, just because they say it's non-recourse doesn't mean it's not, you know, like... I never heard that. And it's funny because like when I heard of that before, I was just like, how is how is that even possible? But it's not right. really. Yeah. Appreciate yeah, I mean, that. That's that was, like that a factoring secret right there, man. Thanks for answering that. Absolutely. You're very welcome, the truth about factoring. Oh, right. <laughs> hey, Samantha, how are you? Do you have a question for us today? Samantha, you have to unmute your mic, ma'am. Do you have a question for us today? There you are. How are you? And 
and I was trying to unmute. Um, I do have a question. I know A mentioned something about, you know, going into this new, um, don't try to get tied into a long-term contract. I mean, as far as your company, what's like your minimum as far as the contract for the short term? We actually do a rolling day-to-day contract. Um, so like I said, our program's kind of the opposite of a lot out there um, because my motto is, you know, we want people to do business with us because they like it and not because I put a ball and chain around you. So ours is a rolling day-to-day contract. There's no termination window you have to be in to leave. There's no termination cost or any of that. So. so. Okay. And what's your percentage? Uh, it's kind of based off of how many trucks you're running. Um, so we usually start at around 2.85 and go down from there, depending on how many trucks and how much volume you're running. So if you would go ahead and send me a, a DM on my Instagram or you know, shoot me an email or give me a call. I'd be more than willing to stick and have a conversation with you and see what you're really looking for out of a factor. So. Okay, no problem. Well, I'm barely new. I'm still doing my research. So I'm just trying to gather all the information. I try to be on here every morning to catch the gems these girls and these gentlemen are dropping. So I appreciate uh, oh, this it. Is, this is the place to be. You will learn something every single day. All these people talk. It, hey, Sam, girl, hey. Hey, she cute over there. Popped up in her little profile picture. Come on, Sam. Why you invite me? (laughs) Oh, Lord. I love it. Yes, Sam. Just keep doing your research. That's why hopefully you got a lot of good information, especially over the past three days doing our very first series, starting your trucking company checklist. And of course, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us or come up to us just like you did. I definitely will. And I'm in Atlanta, so, you know, I'm trying to connect with you guys once I get started. Yeah. Connect with us now, girl. What you mean? Once girl, you get started? what you talking about? <laughs> okay. It's about what you do before. <laughs> exactly. Okay, guys. Okay. Appreciate y'all. Absolutely. Have a great day. You too. Oh, we got another factoring gentleman up here. Hey, Hector. How are you? Hey, Hector. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How's everyone else doing? Doing good. Anything to add to the floor today? We're talking about starting your trucking company. Um, Factoring is a big thing. We had A come up here and touch on kind of what he does. I don't know if you wanted to add any gems from the factoring standpoint. You know, everything he said was beautiful, Um, especially that non-factoring or that that non-recourse piece. Uh, that's facts right there. I I can't add anything else to that. I say that every time somebody asks me about that, be very careful with that. Be very aware of the 90 day buyback period, but great information, man. Thank you. And welcome. Welcome to you, man. Thank you to everyone here. And uh, he knows it. I don't have to tell him, you know, we're we're not enemies. We're not competition. Uh, There's many times when I can't do something, he might be able to do it and vice versa. We work heavily in the transportation industry, but we do service other industries and uh, I'd love when I meet another person in the factoring industry, especially when they're a knowledgeable one and friendly one. So thank you for the time. Thank you for the information. I, I love all the information that's shared on here. Um, and and I just want to be a resource. So any questions that you feel I can answer, I'm all ears. My phone number is on my profile. Uh, Instagram link is also on there. Uh, I want to help. Let me know if, if I how it. I can help. What, what other industry do you all service? I I've never heard of factoring until I got into the transportation industry. So what other industries do you Yeah, There's by, by, by occurrence, by, you know, if I look at my day or my week, um, I'm going to talk to truckers most of the time. Uh, But um, you know, something that's uh, 
right now with with the pandemic a hot topic or a hot industry uh, somebody who needs a lot of help in other words it's going to be staffing and staffing has many different faces yeah. uh, but specifically as it pertains to you know the environment that we're in right now if you know anybody who's a nurse ask them this question do you work directly for for the hospital or the clinic or do you work for a staffing agency if they say staffing agency um you can ask a couple more questions at the end of the day what you're saying is um you know it's been pretty busy these days and you know the demand for employees uh, has been high and when when you're talking about a staffing agency their their largest expense is human capital payroll the the clinic that's asking you to come in to to give the the test to give the vaccines to uh you know in, in a normal world to just just be the, the the nurse on staff. They that hospital is not going to pay for thirty to forty five days, depending on what the staffing agency negotiated with that clinic or with that facility. So if they're getting paid in thirty or forty five days, the staff, the RNs, they want to get paid weekly, if not, not uh, you know, at the very latest every two weeks. But if you have a if you have a two week payroll of a hundred or two hundred thousand um, dollars, sometimes you need you need that two hundred thousand dollars because you're not going to get it until you know 30 or 45 days so to answer mm-hmm. your question uh, as 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 clear as, as short as possible staffing is going to be the next industry uh, another face that staffing takes is uh, you know like janitorial or cleaning hospitality um security guards so manufacturing is going to be another industry that we, we deal with a lot of distribution and uh, in, in, in its simplest form any business to business invoice that has extended terms in other words they will agree to get paid in the future can be factored as long as the credit strength of the debtor, the customer, the clients, my client's customer, or what would be our brokers in this industry, as long as their credit is strong enough, we can factor anything. That's interesting. I'm actually, that is my corporate job is staffing. I work for, the, I ain't gonna tell you who I work for, but um, I'm in the staffing industry. So that's very, oh, very, very interesting. Um, yeah. That's There's good a lot of know. opportunities out there to help folks right now. Yeah. This, this, oh, yeah. When somebody when somebody needs factoring and they don't know about factoring, uh, that, I just got goosebumps right now. That gives me chills because they're like, where have you been my whole life? I need you like five months ago. Let's do this. This is going to help me help a lot of people put food on their table and not have to worry about things. It's so, the best yeah, feeling, absolutely. man. Yeah, it's a great feeling. Hey, I got a question. So. When you're saying like some nurses if they don't work for the hospital, like my best friend, she's a travel nurse. So is that like yeah. an agency? That's so that's how she. Oh, okay. Okay. So that agency needs the money to pay your friend, right? Your friend, if you hear these kind of things, please, you know, bring us into the conversation if you don't mind. If her friend is saying, "Man, I'm not getting paid," you know, my check is late, it, or if your friend's saying, "Hey, I see all the stress that my boss is under," and that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Or sometimes you have somebody who works for the staffing agency. They know how much they're getting paid. And they start thinking about how much the owner is getting paid, right? And they're like, well, man, if I had my own thing, I could keep that 20% or whatever that profit margin is, right? And not only that, they could help themselves, but they can help other people. Maybe they have their own crew. So I work with a lot of established staffing agencies, and I also work with a lot of folks that are going out on their own. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's good information. This was a great day. <laughs> it sure I was. was. I, I even want to um, come on here and say my... I'm like, Kelsey, I don't need to know, let nobody know where I work at at night. <laughs> Stop. Stop Stop it. All up in there. Don't, you, don't I know you? No. 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 Stop it. Thank you so much. 
A and Hector for your factory knowledge. I'm sure anytime we have any type of questions, if you're not in the room, we will ping you in the room. We will call you, ask you, get back to the people, whatever we need to do. This was a great day, guys. Does any of the crew up here on stage have anything to say before we get ready and close out? Man, just hey, def definitely take notes. And if you didn't take notes, we'll have it posted up hopefully in the next day or two so you can, you know, jot everything down while you're listening to it on the podcast. And Man, we got to bring up that trucking, the the truck, the topic about the trucks again. I think that deserves like a day just to kind of go all in about the different models and, yes, and stuff. Absolutely. Henry, what's 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 our uh, website? Is it trucking and logistics dot club? Yeah, that is it okay. temporarily because I actually we actually got trucking breakfast club dot com. So okay. I'm going to try to connect that as soon as possible because that's way easier. But yeah, yes. and so then we can just put the it'll be up on Apple and things like that and Correct. YouTube probably too. But um, we'll it'll be there for you guys to just go there, click, connect, all that good, all that good stuff. Um, we'll have to put some form of an email login, not login, but where they can put their emails in, and we'll just send them all the information. I can give you the email list that I have from everybody getting this doggone list. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of the list. As you know, we talked about business setup, motor carrier setup, trucking operations tomorrow. Hopefully, if Delane is not too busy, we'll get her insight on where she thinks you need to be financially before you even attempt to get into the trucking industry based on numbers and different things like that. Um, this has all been great. Bree, Desi, Delane, Akisha, do you guys have anything to add before we get ready and close out? I just wanted to let you guys know, if you're a dispatcher and you're with a trucker that is starting off with you and needs you to he uh, he doesn't want to cut expenses and he wants to use you as a dispatcher tell him tell them whoever they are that you'll outsource the factoring company for them yeah and, and we're gonna talk about that in um the class um well i talk about it in my course anyway and i'm mm -hmm. telling you guys this now because that factoring company is going to be your best friend it's going to keep you paid the factoring company paid and him rolling so I really, really advise if you have that kind of control when you first, when you, when you're talking to a carrier and they say, Hey, let's start up. I need, you know, what I need to do. You need to outsource as a dispatcher, the factoring company, and he'll talk to you. He'll talk to you. Um, fit, make sure that, that they're right for the trucking company and make sure that you just like a said, and just like, you know, Hector says all the time, make sure you guys have that relationship because like I said, everybody gets paid if everybody gets paid everybody's happy so um just keep that in mind absolutely and for those of you who may not know what she's talking about your factoring company at least um some of us can we can pay you directly out of each load that your carrier chooses to factor so that way you don't have to go and chase those payments set up you know credit card withdrawal and get and paying all those credit card charges and fees so you know she's right Set them up. Dad, just, do you have anything to add? Yeah, I'm just coming back with the trucks. Um, again, they all break down. Um, shout out to um Andre 2000 and and James for kind of backing what I was saying. We all kind of in agreement. Um, you gotta have a mechanic. Do your due diligence, man. They, I personally own Freightliners, Peterbilt, and the Kenworth. Um. And I done cussed all four of them out at their own respective times. Um, so it's going to happen just again. Do your due diligence. Make sure you get a mechanic. Check it out. 
Thank you so much. Delana, do you have anything to add? Great room today. Um, everyone just have a great day. Make sure you take notes and take heed to um, all of the advice that's being given to you. I love it. Bree, what about you? I hope y'all have a great day. I hope y'all learned. I hope y'all wrote notes. And I hope y'all, you know, uh, I hope I see y'all tomorrow. I'll talk to y'all. Oh, they're going to be here, girl. You know they're going to come back. Just playing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Love everybody. We had a great day. Um, I don't even know. Oh, there he is. Let me see if he got something to add. One second. Nope. Maybe not. Okay. Hope everybody has a great day. Come back in the morning, 9 a.m., Eastern Standard Time. I look forward to speaking to everybody, hearing from everybody. If you need me, you know where to find me. Everybody that emailed me for the list, it has been sent. I went ahead and knocked it out right now. Um, if you have any questions, yeah, you know where to find us at. And we look forward to seeing y'all tomorrow. Have a great day. Come on, Henry. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. Breathe.